0: Are now listening to the dad rules podcast with your hosts mario e and kid
1: welcome everybody we are back to another episode of the dad rules podcast featuring your host me mario e and kid kid what's going on Night, man just glad to be here getting ready to get to this topic yes sir yes sir so today as always we want to help you dad better so today's topic we're talking about a penny saved is a penny earned. Kid, what, what you got to say about that? Um,
0: penny saved, penny earned. That's all about saving. And I feel like that saving is essential. It's definitely something that we have to teach our kids. Our kids need to know the importance of saving. Because who else are they going to learn it from other than us? right are we going to depend on the banks to do it might not be a good idea right Uh, are we going to depend on colleges and universities to do it they can teach you about finances as far as you know maybe being a financial advisor or something like that but are they really going to teach you what you should do with your money i wouldn't i wouldn't take that either And are we going to leave it to the school system? And the school system does a lot of things, but that's one thing that they do not teach about. They don't teach you how to handle your money. They don't teach you what to do with your money. I mean, it's the extent of money in the school system is pretty much how to count the money. Other than that, They're not really giving you any advice on what you should do and how to create wealth or maintain wealth or anything like that. That's the thing that dads teach you. It's our job. It's our job to teach our kids that. So I look at saving and I like the idea of saving. It's something that I want my son to learn. Uh, I, I do want to, he's really young right now, but I do want to start you know, possibly giving him allowances a week. You know, if he says he wants a video game or something like that, I don't want to just, hey, here, here's $60, son, go get you a video game. I don't want to do right. that. Maybe give you 10 or $20, you know, maybe a week or so. And then, hey, he saves it up three weeks, six weeks, whatever he does, he gets the game after he's saved that money up. Right. teaches him The value of not spending every dime that you get. But to take it a step further, I not only want to teach my son to save, but I want to teach him to invest. Okay. Uh, I want to teach him. That's um, important. Yeah, that's important. I want to teach him how to invest. I want to teach him the benefits of having ownership. Um. I wanna teach him, you know, sometimes in the world of business or investing or dealing with your finances, you have to move silently. It's not always important to let everybody know that you have money. It's not always important to wear your money. Um, Mm -hmm. It's not always important to flaunt your money. It's okay to be a regular dude, a regular looking dude that has a pocket or a bank statement with a large amount of money on it. So, and I I understand. I understand what society we live in. I understand, um, I would say the publicity that goes with, you know, showing people that you have this and you have that and you have all the materialistic things. We live in a society that fake it till you make it. Is a real thing. Say it again. And say it again. (laughs) Fake it till you make it is a real thing out here. Yeah. And I say to my son, well, I'm going to say to my son, just make it. Don't do the faking. (laughs) Work hard and make it. Yeah. Um, focus on your family. Dads, that's this is the this is the message to the dads. Focus on your family. Focus on your goals. Focus on the things that your family can accomplish. And that's realizing what you can afford and what you can't afford. And it's okay. You don't have to keep up with the Joneses. That's mm-hmm. a common saying. You don't have to yeah. keep up with the Joneses. Live within your means. Mm-hmm. And if you want more than that in life, go do it. Game plan. Yeah. That's where, that's where a good spouse comes in too. Yeah. You know,
1: you just not to cut you off, but, you know, you've 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 said something. And I think a lot of times people look at the word budget as a dirty word. But essentially what you're talking about is if, if it's not in your budget. Work around.
0: it. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like uh, budget is something that we all have to have. Now, budgets come in different sizes and mm-hmm. that's OK, but you need to know where you stand financially at all times. You need to know how much money you need to be spending a month. You need to know how much money you got coming in a month. You need to know how much your bills are gonna be. You need to have tabs on all of that stuff. And yeah, that's just, that's kind of how I feel about it. Uh, I've really got into, you know, the whole idea of achieving financial freedom. Um, and that's what I'm going to, to instill in my son. And man, let me tell you about this book, rich dad, poor dad, financial freedom. Yeah. Let's talk if, about it. If you have not read that book and it's by Robert Kiyosaki, you need to go get it today. It teaches you, you know, a lot of principles and it, Robert Kiyosaki kind of takes the role of being a financial school, he understands that, you know, they don't teach about money in the school systems. And this is their way of saying, Hey, we're going to educate everybody we can about money. And Mm -hmm. it it just showed me so much. And it was, you know, and this is, you know, this is apart from faith, you know, your faith comes first, but apart from faith, this was the most important book that I've read. And I, it made a the biggest difference in my life. And like I said, that's apart from faith.
1: Right. Well, how do you feel? You know, so one of the first things I look at, you know, when I think about the, the, the same penny saved as a penny earned is of course, it's about saving money. And a lot of things you just talked about, you know, I, I can definitely relate to. And I, I remember, you know, when I, my kids were at the same age, you know, your son is now, that it can be as simple as having a piggy bank. You know,
0: mm-hmm.
1: it can be as simple as, you know, uh, setting them up a bank account, right? And, mm-hmm. and, and letting them see it for themselves, you know, as they get a little bit older, you know, past the piggy bank stage, right? But yeah. I think that it's important to have your kids understand that there are choices and then there are consequences. Okay. Mm -hmm. What you choose to do with your money and how you spend your money affects you. You know, it can, you, you can have, you know, something good happen from the money that you spend, or you choose to invest it in a certain way. And then you can have some bad things happen based on how you choose to spend your money or invest your money in a certain way. So, and it takes me back to this just happened last year. So my daughter got her first job last year Mm -hmm. and we had, you know, had been telling her, you know, you always have to make wise choices with your money. You know, you can be smart with your money. And she started working and she started to save her money. Okay. So that after several months of work, you know, she was able to have enough, Put in it with what her mom and I had set aside, as well as her biological father, she was able to buy her a car last year. Okay, she would have been able to do that had she been frivolous with her money, just you know, spend it as soon as you get it. You know, you, I can remember times when I did that as a as a kid. Oh yeah. Where you know I'd get paid on a Friday and Saturday I was broke because I just had to go buy the newest pair of shoes and all mm-hmm. these different things and. You know, and, and those things happen, right? It'll be fresh and and you have to live and you learn, right? And I was so proud that she was able to do that, mm-hmm. you know? And I felt like, you know, the things that we had been teaching her, it was working, right? You know. That that's, that's important. And to me, it showed her maturity, that you don't have to spend every dime you get just because you got it, right? Oh, yeah. And so right now, you know, our son is seven years younger than her. So right now we're in the process of teaching our son those same principles, right? I can remember times, you know, a year, two years ago, we, you know, like you said, with your son, you know, you give him an allowance or whatever and stuff. And then we say, okay, we're going to Target. And he's like, well, can I spend my money? And we give him a budget of what he can spend his money on. And there've been plenty of times that my son Israel, he has been to Target. For whatever reason, he loves Target. Okay. So he'll go into Target. And what he'll do is, well, let's say if we tell him you can spend $20 today. Okay. He'll walk into Target. He's walked into Target, walked around the toy aisle or whatever, wherever it is that he decides how he spends his money. Most of the time, it's a toy. Right. Yeah. And he'll say, eh, there's not really anything in here I, I really want. But because we gave him the free reign to spend that $20, he has to spend it. And in his mind, it's like, I gotta spend it. I got yeah. and he'll find like 10 of the cheapest toys just that to feel like he bought something. And I on one hand, you know, I can I understand it because it's like it's my money, I get to do something with it, is is maybe a sign of independence. But also I always try to tell him, I'm like, you know, you could just save that 20. And you say that you don't want anything out of here today, maybe when we come back a week from now or two weeks from now, maybe that thing that you really, really want is here and you can buy it. Don't waste your money on something just to say, I got to buy it today. Yeah. But, and he's he's definitely grown because, you know, you have to constantly, you have to constantly reinforce that message to kids. Just like adults, you know, sometimes we can get thick-headed, hard-headed, whatever you want to say, but you have to constantly reinforce that on a regular basis like hey don't spend it all in one place if you really want something save and get what you want don't necessarily spend
0: it just because you have it you know what i mean yeah yeah and that's why i feel like it's important and like you just talked about asia and how she got a her i think you said it was her first job right or yeah she she got her
1: first job last year right
0: and i think even if children want to ultimately like maybe own their own business or um, maybe they want to make products and sell products or, you know, they find out people's wants and desires and things of that nature. And then they find a way to um, serve people, you know, even if that's what your major goal is in the end, I think it's important for everybody to work a job from at one time or another in their life. Because once you really get that feeling of working for every dime that you receive, you think differently about that money. Mm-hmm. So in other words, if you're getting paid $100 for working one week, you understand that when you go out here and you buy $100 worth of shoes, which would, in a lot of cases, is gonna be one pair of shoes. Right. (laughs) So you go to the store and you get one pair of shoes for $100. And then you really automatically make that connection that these shoes right here are one whole week of work. That's right. It puts it in perspective, right? Yeah, it puts things into perspective. But if you know, like we talking about the allowances and stuff, you don't really understand that, you know, with allowances, you get your allowances. And sometimes you tie those to house chores or whatever. Um, sometimes you might do that, but you might just give them allowances just so they can learn how to manage money. Mm-hmm. Um, but once you work that job and you earn that money, that's when you really say, hey, when you go out here and you see wh- how much things cost and then you spend that money and then you like, okay, so this equates to one week's worth of labor mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and you that know it's right there is the biggest learning point to yeah
1: me. yeah and you know I, I can something you just said there uh because AJ she's working on her own now mm-hmm. and she's making her own money you know you think about something and i know we're talking about saving money but you just said something that just kind of made me think about this once a, once a, if you have teens and they first, they get their first job, Mm -hmm. they, it's, it's one of those eye-opening moments, I think, in your life where you realize that, whoa, this is what my parents are going through. Even if it's Mm -hmm. something as simple as food, right? Because if, if she's used to from, from birth to first job, if she's used to, which she was, used to her mom and I paying for all of the food in the house. Yeah. Right. And then now you have a job, and you know, sometimes, you know, I, cause I, I can remember doing this when I got my first job. My mom would cook something. I didn't particularly want it. So I'm going to go out and go get my own food. Right. Yeah. But now for her, it's almost like, whoa. I spent this much on food last week. I spent this much on gas this week. I spent this much on, and it opens your mind to like, whoa, I I really need to become better at understanding the value of money. Right. And it's still, it's it's still a learning process for her as well as it is for anybody. You know, I still learn things about money all the time that, you know, I can do better at investing here or doing this over here. But yeah, it's, it's, it's definitely an eye opener. And, you know, one of the things I was going to say. Was that you know, just to touch on what you talked about as well, and I didn't know you were going to say it, but financial literacy is important it is you know financial literacy important is important dads, and maybe you say, well, kid and Mario, I didn't learn about financial literacy, you know when I was growing up, maybe you know my mom and dad didn't teach me that or and that I definitely didn't hear about it in school. that's mm-hmm. fine I didn't learn about it in school either. I learned about I had a finance I had a couple of finance courses in college yeah. when I got my MBA or whatever stuff. And so you take those classes, but it was different than reading books and and looking at it how is, people. It's so yeah, it's, different. it's it's different, you know, and and you know, you think about it too, you know, those the, some of those sayings that goes kind of. You know, people that you surround yourself with, that's where you're going to be in five years, this, that, and the other, you know, those types of things. If you want to learn more about the value of money and being financially literate, Mm -hmm. get around some people who are investing their money in those things and who's doing positive things with their money and making their money work for them instead of necessarily working for their money. Get with those people and learn from them because it's, you have to teach your kids these things. And you can't just rely on the schools to do it because guess what? Like you said, the school's not gonna do it. Yeah, they're not. right. They're not. they're not teaching you those things in in high school and in elementary school. I, I will say this: that there there is this program that I have uh, I have had the the privilege to kind of volunteer with, and you kind of go around into the to the schools and you teach financial principles to them. Mm-hmm. It's called Junior Achievement. I have had the privilege of being able to do that. But from what I understand, they only run that like a week out of the entire school year for kids. And it's not everywhere. It's just in certain areas. But, you know, it's one of those things where you you have to teach your kids financial literacy, even if you're. Start a lemonade stand. I, I never did. Oh, my God. Yeah, I never did that. But oh, I know that something like that is I mean, it's, it's oh, man. Think about what you learn from just having your kids run a lemonade stand. From oh my the, goodness. The, buying the wall, I mean, buying buying the lemons. You know what happens when you don't, be, you know, have enough product to be able to service
0: the customers and all these different things. I'm telling you guys. I mean, totals and net totals and yeah. you know, expenses and all of that stuff. Yeah, comes into play. Yeah, um, and maybe too.
1: Yeah. And I I think about this, too. Some people get uptight about money. Some people don't want to talk about it because they don't understand it. Yeah. I I say this, you know, it. it, Try. Try to understand it and try to get your kids to understand it, because it's it's it it can be a bad thing to, to not understand money and life is passing you by and you're not able to do those things that you want to do. Another thing I'm, um, let me just say this real quick. I also think about as far as penny saved the penny earned, I think about it this way as well, that it's also saving money also saves you from doing crazy things with your money. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what I mean by that is it's a famous scene in a movie that I like called baby boy. Okay. And Ving Ring's character, Melvin, is talking to Tyrese's character, Jody, about uh-huh. guns and butter. Do you remember that scene from that movie? Yeah,
0: I remember and, it, but I want to elaborate Basically,
1: on it. he was talking about, you know, spend your money on things or invest your money in things that's going to appreciate in value rather than depreciate with value. Good
0: stuff. And man. that's
1: kind of like some of the stuff you were talking about earlier too, Tremaine, where it's like, I, I I like nice cars, you know, some yeah, people might man. love, you know, jewelry and all these other different things. And that's all they all have its place and they serve as purpose and they 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 can make you feel better about yourself or whatever the case may be. But invest in things that, you know, is going to appreciate with value or that's going to last. Yeah. Right. You know, and not just be, you know, frivolous with your money and just spending it on just nonsense. I mean, we know what that looks like. We you do. know, I, I and I, I, I'm i going to bring this up and I just thought about this, but there was a trend years ago when people used to have, you know, uh, TVs in the headrests or whatever and stuff. And mean, it, it's still people still have them and stuff like yeah. that. Right? But I remember being somewhere and I remember seeing a guy. He had this big, big truck and he had the TVs playing, but nobody was in the backseat. And I just thought like, <laughs> I mean, this is a huge waste of money is kind of what I thought. It's like, yeah. you know, I get it if you got kids and you're trying to entertain your kids on this 13 hour road trip that you're going on. But if you're single, <laughs> why do you need TVs playing in the back seat when you're driving the car? I don't understand. I, Unless I, you're just trying kidding. to impress people with your money. And <laughs> like you said, sometimes quiet money is the best. Because you don't have it's no reason to have to go and do all that stuff. sometimes.
0: Yeah. And and I, I feel like, you know, there's so many different ways and we're not trying to point you guys in any particular way on what to do with your money. We just want you to be smart with your money. Some people might want to put it in the bank and just let it sit. Um, Some people may want to invest it into something like mutual funds. Somebody might want to invest it into a business. Mm -hmm. it's other ways to you're saving your money but you're investing in something that can make you more money so man when you said that lemonade stand man oh my goodness this is something that i said i told my wife i said honey we're going to allow joe when he gets a certain age to say hey man you need some money you want to go get some toys or something well, dad, I don't have any money. I don't know what to do. Well, let's do a lemonade stand and get him working hard on the lemonade stand. And I said, Look, man, you just take what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna tell him to say, look, we got your stand out there, we got the lemonade here. And I want you to just go right out there to the street. We got we got the park right across the street from our house. So I'm gonna set it up real nice. I'm say, hey man, you just sit out there, you just wait and see if some people come by, man, and see if you can make some money. Maybe sell it for 50 cents a piece, maybe at that age, maybe um, it, he maybe can sell it for a dollar. You yeah. know, <laughs> yeah, we can take the price up a little bit, you know, yeah. and make yeah. sure that, you know, this is how much we're spending here. You know, we're spending this much. So you need to make this much to make a profit, okay? Mm-hmm. So you right. go out there, I know it's hot today, but you go out there and sit because if, the hotter it is, buddy, the more people are going to want to drink your lemonade. Yeah. yeah, I want you to talk to people. You got to be a salesman now. You got to tell people, hey, man, this is the best lemonade in town. Yeah. Come get you a cup, you know? Right. And what I'm going to do is, while he's setting this stuff up, I'm like, dad, what if nobody comes? Somebody's going to come. Then I'm going to text all my family members, text all my friends. I'm going to say, look, y'all drive by, support my little man. Yeah. You know? And they're going to come by. They're going to buy a lemonade. And I'm not going to tell them That daddy texts all these people to come by and support your lemonade stand, but look at what that does for him. Yeah, to to give him that entrepreneurial mindset to make money, and then he will automatically have to save his money if he wants to purchase purchase something that you know may cost a little bit higher than what he has right now at this moment. So I've been thinking about that man for a while. Uh, I think it. I think it all in one project with that lemonade stand, you teach your kids all the principles about saving and making money that they need to know. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Right. I mean,
1: lemonade stand is to me, you know, it's, it can be a valuable learning experience for a child, valuable learning experience. Like I said, thought
0: thought process moving. Exactly. Right.
1: Exactly. Right. Like I said, you know, with, with the, uh, the thing that I volunteer for with, we kind of go into schools and, and teach financial literacy to, to, uh, to kids. We don't use a lemonade stand, but we use a hot dog stand. It's the same. Okay. thing. And it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really powerful to see, you know, how they start that. You see a click form. You see a click to where it's like, okay, I need to make sure that the hot dogs are going to cost this and this mm-hmm. happens. And then we even do this one exercise on one of the days where we pretend like, there's you know maybe something like a flood that happened in one of the areas that supplies the buns and what do you do when when all of a sudden you don't have all the supplies that you need and how you got to improvise and would that imp how that impacts your business that also kind of gives them a well-rounded view of you know paying attention to these things that happen over here and how that affects you know your money and and being able to save money and invest your money so it's it's really important, and I, I, I I'm, I'm telling you, dads, please, we want to help your dad better, and just please, just make sure you're teaching your kids the the wise things to do with their money. And like again, like I said, if you didn't have it, well, that means you just got to make sure your your kids have it. Because as a dad, if if I grew up without something, I want to make sure I'm teaching teaching my kids on whatever subject that is. So just just please make sure you're teaching your kids the right things to do.
0: And the and money. then. Think about that pride that comes with. I know we're still talking about the lemonade stand, but think about that pride that it would say on the front of it that Jonah's lemonade stand. Um, and I talked about ownership earlier, and that's a small that's a small part of ownership right there. It's just having his mm-hmm. name up there. It's a certain amount of pride that comes with that. Hey, I right. own this. This is mine. You know, I'm providing a product or a service that people want. And, you know, that's what it's all about is teaching our kids those principles. And like I said, in order for them to achieve the things in their lives, because we, everybody doesn't have the same desires all the time, but our desires in life are similar. You know, not everybody has to get a car, but commonly everybody's going to purchase a car. Everybody's going to, purchase a home or, you know, they may have to pay rent at the home that they live in. Those are the things, those are the essential things that we need in life. And if we can prepare our kids to get ready for that, and sometimes it takes saving and budgeting. You're going to have to do this every month. Our kids are going to use this every month. Yeah. Every day, actually. yeah, Yeah. 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 Because when you really think about it, It is an everyday thing, but you know, I know sometimes we look at it from a month to month basis. You know, that's kind of when you look back and say, hey, we spent this on this, we spent that on this, we need to cut back on this, we need to, maybe we could spend a little bit more on this. You know, that's when you kind of break everything down, but it is important. Our kids are gonna deal with this from the time they walk out of our houses to the day they close their eyes at the end of their lives. They're going to have to use these strategies to survive, period. They're going to have to do that. So it's better that we teach them at an early age so it's not such a huge transition when they get older. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm going to tell you one thing. When I moved out of my parents' house for the first time, I got a roommate and we got our place together. And I mean, man, we were just so excited about it, but scared at the same time. Right, right. Because when you hear about that rent, oh, we we got to pay utilities too? <laughs> no, we're not gonna, like back then, you know, everybody had cable. No, we, we can't live without cable. We got to have cable.
1: Yeah, All right. yeah.
0: So, yeah. okay, we, we got to eat, we gotta eat, you know, we can't go to the calf. We're not in college anymore. We can't go to the calf and eat eat from the calf. Like we gotta go get, purchase groceries. Man, are we gonna be able to do this? We still gotta stay fly too. You know, we gotta get the new shoes. We gotta go get the new Jordans. We gotta mm-hmm. make sure our clothes are right. I gotta still put gas in my car. And you know what? That, I, I, I always appreciated my parents, but that's when it really got put into perspective. Exactly. Like, yo y'all have been holding this down for 20 plus years. Like I was like, I was like maybe like 20, 23, 23, 24. I was like, y'all were doing this like for 20 plus years and they were married for a while before I was born. So yeah. you guys have been doing it for this long. Yeah. You know,
1: it's something always got right?
0: a, a house to stay in. You know, I always had a, they always took good care of me. I always had food on the table, things of that nature. And you like, you guys did this without skipping a beat, man. Yeah. Like a lot of times a, kid, yeah. Clap my hands, man.
1: That's right. That's right. A lot of times I guess kids and you know, it, I can look it back at it for myself that you just think the money just magically appears uh-huh. and it doesn't, you know? So again, like I said, financial literacy is important. Discipline with that money. Is just as important and just model that behavior. Dads model that behavior. You
0: know? And even, even too with like, even, even if you, you might not be a part of a working class, your family might not do a whole lot of work. They might have their investments already going. Right. And when people die, they leave wealth behind sometimes, or even inheritances. And even in that case, you might not be so much concerned about the day-to-day of that spending of the money because you're not really worried about bills because you have enough money. But how do you maintain that wealth? It's important at that point to teach wealth management. That's right. Because you spend it every day. And depending on the rate, that money can be gone. Yeah. So it's important to also teach our kids wealth management. That's right. Because you don't know where you're going to be. You know, you might reach financial freedom yourself. And you have to leave. Because we can't take it all with us. You might have to leave something to your kids. That's right. You know, so you got to make sure that they know how to handle that. Right. And that's, I'm just trying, I'm saying that because I'm just trying to to reach out to all dads on all levels. I know we're all in different situations. Mm -hmm. And it's just important- That was good. From top to bottom, man, we all have to, you know, make sure our kids are financially literate. That's right. Well, let's move to Ask the Dads portion of the podcast. And today I have another question for you, Mario. Today, my question is, do we really turn into our parents? And the reason that I brought this question up is because I know a lot of the viewers and listeners are uh, familiar with the Progressive commercials. You know, the guy that comes on and he's teaching... Uh, the kids how not to be their parents yeah yeah. the the funniest one that I remember is uh, he held up his cell phone and he was telling them he was like hey this is where you uh, silent your phone and then the lady said (laughs) she said I don't have that he said everybody has it (laughs) so I thought that was the funniest thing man but yeah. I think about it and I'm like, we kind of do turn into our parents. Yeah. What's your thoughts on that?
1: Yeah, I, I, going back to that commercial, that those commercials are hilarious to me. And I think it's the one where uh, it, it it's, the one that's like really funny to me is two of them. One where the guy is standing with, with like two other guys And he was like, we all see it. We all see it. And then it's like somebody with blue hair or something like that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know what you're talking about.
1: Yeah. And then the other one that's just hilarious to me is, uh, is what this guy, he's trying to help someone back out of a parking spot.
0: And Uh I was just,
1: I just thought that was so funny, you know, (laughs) little things like that. Yeah. I could think about how, yeah, for sure. I've turned into my parents on, you know, I, I could think about, uh, I never really used to uh, to be a be a cook or whatever and stuff, yeah. but my stepdad he cooked a whole lot, and so I noticed that you know now I I do some of that stuff I I cook way more than what I used to or whatever stuff, and then you know I think about uh, the plenty of the conversations I had with me and my dad. And I can see myself having those same conversations with my son, saying it the same way, Mm -hmm. in the same tone or whatever and stuff. So, yeah, I've noticed things like that. And then even with my mom, you know, just, you know, I can think of plenty of sayings that my mom used to say coming up. And like if I were to say some of them, you know, since we're from the South if you're not from the south, you may say, "What in the world does that mean?" But like we know what it means, and I'm yeah. said stuff to my kids, and they'll kind of like look at me like, "What does that mean?" That's like you know it, it, and you have to explain it, you know. Uh-huh. But it's, it's just yeah, you, we definitely I think we do because we we're a product of you know I guess our environments and what we see, you know. Like I was talking about before, you know, you modeling the behavior, you know, our parents are modeling. Behavior to us, we're we're modeling behavior to us. You know whether they thought so or not. The same way with me, I'm modeling some type of behavior to my kids, and they'll either pick it up or they won't. But yeah, definitely
0: turn into our parents. Yeah, and the guy the guy's name is uh, actually Doctor Rick. That's the um, guy's name. That is is the parental uh, life coach. Man, it's just hilarious, man. I, I love those commercials. Um, one thing that I feel like I picked up from my dad is, uh, my dad is like, a perfectionist. Okay. Like, um, I kind of like shy away from his sons just so I don't get like super stressed out about it. So I try not to think about it. And like, when you kind of get stressed out about things being perfect. I just kind of have to like remove myself from the situation <laughs> <Okay>. altogether, together. <laughs> so okay. I don't get too frustrated. So I, I guess you could say like my dad has a little OCD. So like he'll be sitting at the kitchen table and like say you have your drink there and you kind of like left it there but you still kind of drinking it or whatever. But uh-huh. he kind of like moves it with the napkin and makes sure everything is like perfectly lined up. Yeah. He'll do that like with uh, remotes and like pins. They have to be like perfectly lined up and straight. And oh my goodness, me and my brother, we're the same way. I mean, yeah. we are like, we just got it honest, man. Like, I'm not like, I, I, I don't know. Like, I guess Shanika probably would say like I'm maybe a neat freak sometimes. But yeah, I, like stuff just has to look right, man. Like I can't stand it if it's not looking right. Yeah. And like my dad, if he goes into somewhere and a picture is on the wall and it's not straight, oh my goodness. <laughs> Does he go and try to tilt the picture or whatever and <laughs> stuff? <laughs> he would, man, he would. Like he I can know. control himself like if he knows that like, okay, you at a restaurant or something. He like, you see that up there? That's not supposed to be like that, you know? <laughs> Like and I'm telling you, like even when it gets like he's um he's been like the, the general contractor over a lot of uh, projects or whatever. And like, you know, he subs out work and get things done. So he always has to have somebody that knows exactly what he's doing. He can't stand having somebody working on something and they don't know what they're doing and um and produces jack leg work. He cannot stand it, man. I'm telling you. I understand that um, he will not sacrifice uh, the price for the quality. He will never do that. And, and that's kind of stuck with me um, as well. And another thing he will say, and I catch myself saying it all the time to Shanika, you know, how you you're doing something and somebody says something to you and you don't really agree with what they're saying and you heard what they said clearly, but then He'll say, like, do what? <laughs> <laughs> He'll say, do what? But he knows what they said, but he just didn't agree with what they were saying. Like, yeah. <laughs> tell me why, man. Shanika will be telling me something. Or she'll be yelling downstairs. And I'm like, do what? And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm turning into my dad. Yeah. I'm turning yeah. to my dad, but I, I don't get mad about it, man. It's all yeah. good. You know, we're we just getting older, man. And we, we got the kids. We put in similar situations as our parents, man. That's we, right. We turn That's into them. Right. That's it's right. That's what it is.
1: So what about your mom? Do you see yourself, like, certain things that your mom has done that you kind of picked
0: up to? Yeah. Um, I feel like with my mom, like, all right, well, my mom, she's a nice lady. She She knows how to tell you what you're doing wrong and say it in a nice way i'm always like cautious of how people feel or how people take my message that i'm saying mm-hmm. um, so i kind of feel like i kind of get that from her too okay but um just being like headstrong like and you have told me this before but she was like kid if somebody ever um Tries to get you to do something, and you don't want to do it. He said, "You will not do it. That's I a mean, fact. You can wait until it's nighttime the next day, three weeks from now. If kids say he's not gonna do it, he's not gonna do it. Not doing and, it. And in particular, <laughs> where you really learned that from was when we used to play Monopoly all the time. When yeah, we Monopoly. If you were trying to sell me a bad trade, and <laughs> you used to always try and trade some property or something that will put the game and shift the game into your power. And I see it from a mile away. And I'm saying, Nope, we're not going to trade. Let's just keep on rolling.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah. yeah. I get that from my mom though. man. Okay. Okay. Yeah, definitely. And my grandpa. Okay. Yeah. He, he was definitely like that, man. It was, you know, he believed in what he believed in and that was it.
1: No, well no change no in your mind. No
0: changing yeah. no change. But you know you respect
1: that though. you respect yeah. that so I, I I definitely respect that I, I've, I've told you before that if you ever tell me you did something, I know nobody convinced you to do it. you did it because you wanted to do it. you know that's just the way I've always looked at it with you.:
0: so. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah for sure. <laughs> All right well, we want we want to know some of your examples of you know, how you've turned into your parents, our listeners and viewers. Um, We've gotten a few comments from some of our other videos and it's really fun and exciting to talk about it. So you go ahead and put those comments in there. Uh, Mario E and Kid, we will be, you know, responding to you. So that's it for the podcast today. Mario E and Kid signing out. Thank you for listening to the Dad Rules podcast with your host Mario E and Kid. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Also, follow and like us on Facebook and Instagram. You can find our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Breaker and Player FM. Till next time.